It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Ros Russell and this is The Leader. Greatness feeds greatness. It begins with one, but before long, it catches on. The 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup is finally underway. Australia and New Zealand play hosts this time around, ensuring a huge global platform to an ever-growing fan base for women's football. It's an opportunity to see elite sport at its finest, but also, more importantly, show budding female footballers everywhere what they too can achieve, inspiring a future generation of athletes. But even away from one of sport's most prestigious tournaments, football is helping to change the lives of young girls. For this special episode of The Leader, our education series Let Girls Learn is taking over. Once a month, we travel the globe to shine a light on innovations as well as solutions that are helping girls to fulfill their right to education and healthy, productive futures. And today we're going to Gorogaon, a crowded, dusty, low-income suburb of India's bustling megacity, Mumbai. Here, a football project called Kick Like a Girl is not only giving aspiring female footballers new skills in dribbling, tackling and scoring goals, it's also giving them the chance to complete their education, something that their mothers never got to do. Evening Standard journalist Lottie Stevenson travelled to Gorogaon in Mumbai to find out more about the project. She joins me now. Lottie, what were your first impressions when you arrived? Well... I'd never been to India before this particular trip, and I was blown away by the noise and energy and density of this particular area of Mumbai. It's a very busy suburb of the city, probably best known for its railway station and motorway flyover. So that should just kind of give you a picture of of how vibrant and noisy it is. It's a mix of high-rise apartment blocks and very large areas of low-income housing, basically slums, which are very densely populated. Living here is really intense. There's constant noise from the road, the railways, and the number of people. It's incredibly dusty. When we parked there to go and do our interviews, by the time we came back to the car a few hours later, the dust was thick enough to write your name in. 
Families in Gorogown are from low-income backgrounds and many have come to the city from the rural areas to try and ensure an education for their children. It's more difficult for girls, who are often pulled out of school because of the expense, the burden of their household chores, or due to poverty, pushing them into marriages very young. Although literacy levels are rising across India, they're still low, especially for girls and women. The latest figures released by the Indian government show that 22% of women are still unable to read or write. The Oscar Foundation is a grassroots organization formed in Mumbai 12 years ago. It's working to combat this. Its football program incentivizes girls from low-income backgrounds to stay in education. Now, I was there with the Oscar Foundation visiting two girls, Saloni and Artie, who are involved with their programmes. And they both live in one of the largest slums in Gorogown. And to get to their homes, you enter through a kind of long market street, which has a dusty dirt road. And there are people there selling everything from electrics to food. But off this main street, there are a warren of little tiny lanes where all the housing is. And these are hundreds of very small houses all built on top of each other. It's incredibly dense, incredibly cramped. And the girls were kind enough to invite me into their homes. Just to give you a picture of of what they were like, they were immaculately tidy and well looked after but absolutely minuscule. Artie is one of six girls in her family. She's the youngest. She's got five older sisters and for the eight people including her parents they lived in two rooms. So you enter her house from a very steep metal staircase that connects to the the ground floor where the lane connects to the housing area. And you climb up this incredibly steep metal ladder. On the first floor, you reach a very small room, probably about six foot by six foot. That's where her parents sleep. And then above that, there's another room, a little bit bigger, and that's got the kitchen in it. And her parents sleep downstairs in the main room. And then the children sleep upstairs in what's effectively the room with the kitchen in it. What struck me most about those homes was the lack of furniture. There wasn't a table or a bed or a chair anywhere to be seen. So the chance that Oscar offers them to have open space to be able to play outdoors and get some light it just it's such a huge contrast from the homes that they live in day to day one of the biggest pressures for young girls living in these communities are that often the housework responsibilities will fall to them and there's a huge amount of pressure on their time and the other girl who i was visiting 13 year old saloni explained a little bit about how those pressures can have an impact on their education. Some of my friends have left their school because of their family pressure. Staying in school, yeah, it is very difficult for us. We have uh, responsibilities of house as well as we have some many homeworks and assignments from school. In Oscar Foundation, I uh, of course I play football, but 
I also gained my confidence. They have helped me a lot. Like they have provided us many things like stationary things. They also have uh, give us uh, some education about life skill like leadership, teamwork and communication. Lottie, how was the program started? So the Oscar Foundation was set up as a way to connect with children who either weren't at school or might be at risk of dropping out of school back in 2011. So it's been running for around about 12 years now. And it's a really great way for organisations to support children in these groups because often they're quite difficult to access. But kids in these very low income areas often don't have access to outside spaces. They don't have gardens. They don't have any land with their home. They're very cramped living conditions. So offering children the opportunity to play outdoors, have access to open spaces and do activities is enormously attractive to them with the added benefit that they're getting lots of exercise um, and playing sport at the same time. So Oscar's worked with about 5,000 girls since the programme started, and it supports children, boys and girls, who might be struggling to stay in education through really basic ways. So, for instance, they might find out through the course of the football groups that actually a family is struggling to pay for books or pens and pencils and it will either help subsidize those items for the family or provide them so it will you know give children pencil cases or um or literature that they might need to uh, be able to stay at school and complete their classes Artie is the only one in her family who's been able to continue her education and she's determined to live up to the expectations that are now on her shoulders I have five sisters. There was financial problem to uh, giving proper education to my siblings. But uh, now my parents sacrificing their needs and fulfill my needs. So uh, expecting something big from me. I have a dream, big dream. And uh, I want to become in my life army officer. This is my first priority. And second is football. From the ninth standard, I am joining and playing uh, football that much. Then football felt like me oxygen. <laughs> I cannot live without it. Let's take a quick ad break. In part two, we'll hear from mothers involved in the project and how much it means for their daughters to have the opportunities that they themselves didn't. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. 
QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. In India, early marriage and chores at home are the key reasons why girls drop out of school. According to India's National Family Health Survey and UNICEF estimates, 43% of girls drop out before completing secondary education. Still with me is Evening Standard journalist Lottie Stevenson. She travelled to Gorogaon to see the difference Kick Like a Girl is making in children's lives. So Lottie, how much is the programme a break from the past? It's a big break. They are experiencing something that their parents just didn't, uh, which is education and an opportunity to play sport. Saloni described to me how she's lost a lot of her friends at school now. She's only 13 years old, but already some of her peers are being pulled out of school or dropping out of school because of financial pressures from their families. They either can't afford to pay to keep their children at school or the parents might need extra help at their workplace and the girls are expected to contribute to the family finances. Saloni even described to me how one of her cousins back in the countryside had been pulled out of school to help her parents on their farm and how disappointed she was that she was unable to attend school and Saloni would go and take books to her during the holidays and try and help her to continue to learn. So there is still very much a, a gender difference in the expectations around education uh, within some communities. Saloni's own parents were told not to bother educating their daughters, that it was a total waste of time. But luckily for her, her parents disagreed And they ended up moving from a village outside Mumbai into the city specifically to give their daughters better options for education, even though they never had those themselves when they were growing up. And we can hear a clip now from Saloni's mother, Masambi. We were experiencing a lot of problems in the village. I was telling my husband, in my life, I was not educated and neither were you. So let's give these girls a chance to learn and make something of themselves. If Saloni wants to study, she should. Both our daughters should. If they want to pursue a dream, we should help them. It is a struggle, but we must try. Even in a big city like Mumbai, the girls have faced teasing and discrimination. My journey of football was not easy for me. People used to say that uh, don't send her to play football, it's only for boys. Don't make her wear uh, shorts. It's not good for her. But my parents stood against them and told me to do whatever I want to do. (laughs) One thing is for sure, these girls are nothing if not strong-willed. In September, Saloni and Artie will be joining a group of 20 children from across India, connected to Oscar Foundation, who will be travelling to London to play matches against teams across the UK. They can both hardly contain their excitement over their upcoming adventure. In my community, no one is having a passport. At the age of 13, 
um, and getting passport and going to UK it's big thing for me so visiting there and watching new people and uh, learning new things is very a big opportunity for me Oscar has given me a lot of opportunities. I will get to play matches, get to see the country. I want to see the country. I've already seen India, now I want to see London. I always used to imagine that we'll get to see it one day, but now it's turning into a reality. And I will feel the place. That will be the most memorable day of my life. In future, when I get more successful, I want to come in my community and help other students so that uh, they can have a proper education. I will show them that what, uh, what more girls can do even when they face this much responsibility from their families. My parents are supporting me so I want to send this message to other parents that please give chance to girls. And that's it from this special Let Girls Learn episode. You can find out more about the series on our website, standard.co.uk. Next month, we'll be in Mozambique to see how girls' education is crucial to wildlife conservation. The Leader podcast is back on Monday at 4 p.m. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.